Is your grumble someone else's gratitude? Food for thought this morning. Good morning, competitor. Jake Thompson here, your chief encouragement officer. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. If this is your first episode, I am the chief encouragement officer and founder at a company called Compete Every Day, which you have stumbled across our podcast. I'm the author of two books, and I'm a keynote speaker that works with organizations and a handful of industries on how to improve our mindsets, our habits, and our leaderships within our individual performers and collectively as a team. Our episodes are multiple times every week. We talk leadership, we talk performance, we sprinkle in a little motivation. And on occasion, I have the opportunity to sit across the table with some really cool people and talk about their stories, their journeys, and their lessons in hopes that it gives you something you can take into your work, you can take into the gym with you. If you're training for a sport, uh, heck, you're just trying to get through the challenges of living every day on this earth. And so that's what we're about. What can we do to help you get a little bit better than you were the day before? In fact, our very first episodes came out as I'm recording this today, about six years ago, late 2016. And originally we called this the better than yesterday podcast, because that is the goal. That's why we compete is to chase down our full potential. And in order to do so, we have to get a little bit better than the day before. And so I'm glad you're here. And part of what goes into improvement and growth and performance is gratitude. It's gratitude. And this really stuck with me After last week's episode, so last Wednesday, I had the chance to interview a a longtime associate in the CrossFit space, Lauren Rantala. Lauren now has spent some time as a High Rocks athlete. She's worked with High Rocks. She does fitness training. She's gone through an incredible journey recovering from alcoholism, and she talked about it, and we talked about on that episode the importance of being grateful in the middle of discomfort, like in the middle of a workout When you're hurting, Lauren, like myself, has a habit of not everybody's doing this. Like, I love this. Like this morning when I was training at the gym and I was going through, it was like 12 stations, all out cardio for 35 seconds, 70 seconds recovery. And you did two laps through the room. And so it was running, it was an airdyne, it was a rower, all the stuff that sometimes just sucks. And I remember getting back around to the airdyne. And you know this if you've gone through a tough workout. Like once you've done something once, whether it's a Murph, uh, whether it's rowing, whether it's a a race, whatever, and you push yourself to the edge and you know how uncomfortable that is, when you get back to it, it takes a little bit of crazy to get back to that level, right? Because you know how bad it hurts. You know how uncomfortable, how much you were gasping for air. And your brain is like, I don't know if I want to do this again. And so it's in those moments you have to be even more intentional, more focused to get back to that point, to push through that same level of discomfort because you know what's coming, right? If you don't know, you're just kind of going in and all out. But once you know, it takes a little more of that grit to get back there. And so in those moments of that discomfort, I just tell myself like, I'm going harder than someone else. Like I'm in here doing the things that other people wish they were doing. Like I'm going to push myself to this level of discomfort that I absolutely love. And I know not everybody else in this gym even today is going to go to this same level. I'm not in competition with them, but I'm taking pride in the fact that I'm going to embrace doing the things that most people won't in order to go get the results that everyone wants. Right. And so 
I talk to myself that way. When I was doing the High Rocks races, I laughed with Lauren, and I'm just like dying because I was not prepared for it. I'm reminding myself over and over again, I love this. I love this. I love pushing myself. I love the discomfort. I love finding out what I'm capable of. Like I'm locked in. And even when my calves completely went, like I'm talking about, I had to speed walk like a 90 year old at the mall going around this course of a one K run. Because anytime I tried to run off and press off my toes, like my calves were done. They were so shot from the, the volume that they weren't ready for. And so I'm speed walking. And I'm just telling myself, like, I don't care what I look like. I'm finishing this race and people on the sidelines are jealous they're not doing it. Like, I am going to push through this because you could see it, right? If you've been to that one of those races, you see it and you're like, oh, I wish I was out there. And so I kept reminding myself that I love this. I love this discomfort. And I love doing the things that those people wish they were doing. And even better, when I came around a corner, there was a guy, I don't know where he was in the race, but there's a guy's like, dude, you're, you're walking faster than I'm running. I was like, bro, we're all chasing the finish line. You just keep going too. Like, and I took pride in that. I said, that's right. I'm moving even though my body's starting to break down on me. And so it's in these moments that you're finding gratitude in the discomfort. But for a lot of us, yeah, we can maybe think about it when we're in the gym. But man, when I go into the office, the crap I got to deal with. Man, when I, when I go to this, and I, this, I hate dealing with this employee. I hate having these responsibilities. had a conversation with a friend recently where he was complaining about some of the stuff he was having to deal with at work. You know, oh, this is just annoying now, and I don't like doing this. I'm grumbling, grumbling. And I asked him, I said, quick question. This year, did you make more or less money than you did last year? More. Did you get more freedom to do kind of things in your vision and your direction, as well as more freedom outside of the office to spend time with your family. Yeah. So as we know in life, the further up you go in an org chart, the more responsibility you have, but there's also more rewards. I said, so the things you're complaining about, there's a lot of people on your team and in your industry that would love to have three to four weeks of vacation where they 100% were off the grid instead of still answering emails and have your paycheck. Heck, they'd probably do it either or. So the things that you grumble about, the responsibilities of the job are things that someone else would absolutely be grateful to have. The pain of getting on the airdyne bike and pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion or where your lungs burning, they suck and we can grumble about it. Or we can say, there's a lot of people that aren't healthy enough to even walk in the gym. There's a lot of people that are too afraid right now to walk in the gym. There's a lot of people who maybe don't even have the finances to join a gym like this. And so they would be grateful to quote unquote suffer on the bike to push themselves every day because they would love to have the things you're grumbling about. There's an old line that says, if we threw all of our problems into the center of the room, there's a good bet we'd all go back and get our own. Like we wouldn't want other people's problems. So that, that frustrating employee, you can look at it as like, I hate dealing with this person who reports to me, or you say, I'm grateful that I'm in a position where I get to mentor, coach, and manage someone. Even though they frustrate me, what can I do to bring out the best within them? See, that, that reframe changes how we look at the situation, which is really important. In fact, one of the, the people on my LinkedIn network talked about this as a psychologist, the power of reframing situations. And our self-talk is a huge piece of that, right? How do we reframe the discomfort 
to something productive, something beneficial. And so the whole purpose of today's episode is to encourage you and perhaps challenge the way you talk to yourself and the way you talk to others about the things that aren't ideal, aren't perfect, and ask yourself, is the thing I'm grumbling about, the situation, the responsibilities, the headache, the, is it something that someone else would be grateful for? And if someone else would be grateful for this, how can I in this moment practice gratitude? How can I be grateful that I have a challenging direct report that I not only have to find ways to pour into, to manage, to coach up, but I understand that going through this process is developing me as a leader. It's not about, man, what a pain in the butt they are. It's now a challenge to me of how much better of a leader and manager are they going to make me by putting me in a situation that isn't ideal. When we're complaining about, quote, having to work out, can we start talking about the things we get to do and how fortunate we are to get to work out, whether it's alone in our garage because we bought some equipment or it's in a group class next to someone else. When we're rehabbing from an injury, we can complain about the injury or we can use it as a time to get better in other areas. That knee doesn't work. That ankle doesn't work. Cool. My upper body still works. My shoulder's jacked. I'm going to spend a lot of time on a bike and on a tread and a stair climber. I'm going to find a way to be grateful to still use the things that matter. If you threw your problems in the center of the room, there's a good chance you're going to go get yours because you don't want anyone else's. <laughs> so is the things that you're grumbling about things that someone else is grateful for? And can you this year be intentional with what you're grateful for to improve how you show up, to improve that thing that's within your control called your attitude. Could you improve how you lead? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to follow somebody who's always grumbling. I want to follow the person who's grateful, the person who's capable of reframing challenges as opportunities, the person who's going to look for the good in the messiest of situations because they're determined to be optimistic and not fake positive and definitely not negative. Listen, there's some things that we're going to do over the course of this year, if you stick with my monthly challenges, that are designed to help you flex that gratitude muscle better. They're designed to help you reframe negative situations better. But the one we started with is simply this. Text a different friend every day. Check in on them. Tell them how grateful you are for them. Tell them something you learned from, where they've encouraged you, and how you can encourage them. Hey, is there anything you're working on that I can hold you accountable for? What if we started reframing the things that we tended to grumble about and found something to be grateful for them? How much differently would we show up this year? Change your gratitude, change your focus, change your attitude, and watch it start to change your outcomes. Go win your day, competitor. You know I'm cheering for you. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Everyday, get involved in our leadership cohort or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryday.com. I'll see you next episode.